Hi, podcast listeners. This is your host, Jenna Pecor, and I'm so excited to bring you our episode for today. If you are a first-time listener or a listener who has been with me since day one and you love what I'm doing, I want to encourage you to support the podcast by giving a small donation. I love bringing you new faces and interviews, but it does take time and resources to do it. And any support you'd be willing to give goes towards website upkeep, travel, time and costs and would help me greatly to keep doing what I'm doing. Give your support by going to paypal.me backslash faces of Grand Prairie. Well, hello and a happy Monday morning to you all. This is Jenna Pecor, your host for the Faces of Grand Prairie podcast. And today is March 2nd. I'm not really sure how it got to be March 2nd all, all of a sudden. It doesn't feel like it should have been coming up this quickly, but it's here, which means that next week is spring break, and it's also daylight savings on Sunday, this upcoming Sunday, and there's a lot of things going on in Grand Prairie all the time when it comes to spring, and um, I wanted to do a special spring uh, preview episode. I did one for Christmas, and it was very popular. A lot of people listen to that one, so I thought I'd go ahead and kind of talk about what's going to happen in Grand Prairie over the next few weeks so that you can be prepared for planning um, planning ahead for your family and for the things that you might want to participate in. And so here we go with some of the things that are going on um, coming up in Grand Prairie. Now, I want to let you know that you can always go to a few different places to find information about this for yourself. So one of the places you can go to is visitgrandprairietexas.com. That is the visitor um, tourist center's website, and they always have a um, calendar of different things going on that they try to keep uh, track of that as much as possible. So you can always visit them. You can always visit the city of Grand Prairie's website. They always have a very extensive list of things going on in the city. Plus there is the library's website, the Grand Prairie Library's website. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about this, but you can always visit that. Um, so there's a variety of places uh, that you can find this information and that where they'll kind of go into a deeper dive. There's so many things going on, I couldn't possibly mention them all. So I'm gonna try to touch on the, the big parts and then you can kind of go visit um, for more information on the individual websites as you go through. So first things first, I wanna talk about spring cleaning. And so, I owned, I still own, an estate sale company that uh, where I did estate sales for people in Grand Prairie, and I have for a few years now. And I started talking a couple of years ago about making sure uh, that when you are donating items that you are being very uh, specific about it and you are being very purposeful about it. So I start seeing around this time there is um, memes and different things that go around about cleaning out your house and donating your items. One of the things I saw was 40 bags in 40 days where you try to fill up 40 trash bags within 40 days and donate them out to um, nonprofits. So I want to talk a little bit about my feelings about this <laughs> and um, and how we can just make sure that our donations are not becoming a burden to the nonprofits that we are donating to. So here's a couple of things to be to be cognizant about. Spring cleaning is absolutely essential. I believe that every year, at least once a year, if not more than that, you should go through your items and really find the things that you don't have a use for anymore. Generally speaking, if you haven't seen it or, or touched it within a year, um, worn it in a year or whatever, it might be time to start thinking about whether that item in your house has run its 
useful course. So there's things that are in the back of your closets and at the bottom of your closets and all these things that we come across that just don't have any use for us any longer, but we hold on to them because just in case we might need it, right? So go through your house and start going through and, and finding the things that you think could be of use to someone else. Um, I'll tell you this right now, your kids don't want your stuff. Most of the time, they do not want your stuff. So as much as you think your kids might want your stuff, ask them first before you just hold on to it for the next 10 years, <clears throat> that where it just becomes something that you have to carry on um, and hold on to. Um, and ask them before that even happens, whether they want the items you're thinking they might want or not. If they don't, let's find a way to get rid of it. So items are things, right? They have a useful lifespan. And sometimes that useful lifespan means that there is further use for that item after it's done with us. Sometimes the useful lifespan is completed when it's in our possession and we no longer it no longer has a useful value. So I'm saying that because when you start thinking about donating your items, I want you to think about whether or not you would want to have that item. Okay, a lot, one of the biggest things that I see that really hurts a lot of people when it comes to donating is, well, somebody that doesn't have anything might really want this. If it's old bras, if it's old underwear, old socks, if it's a piece of furniture that's falling apart, if it's a TV that really doesn't work all that well, if it's stuff that's just in not great shape and you just think, well, somebody that doesn't have something might want it, please, please, do not think this is a good reason to donate things, okay? If you have a specific place for those things to go, like you know of somebody that is, is turning um, old useless furniture into something of value, they're repurposing it, or they're utilizing socks in a different way. Maybe they're knitting together some type of blankets or something out of material and they need more material, or that, that's one thing. But what I don't want you to do is throw a bunch of stuff in a bag and then go give it to somebody, some nonprofit for them to have to go through and, and, and where they have to throw 75% of the stuff that's in the trash bag away. Sometimes your socks, your underwear, your bras, your furniture, you've had it for years. It served its purpose. Today it just needs to go in the trash. And that is okay. I don't want you to think that you can't just throw stuff away. You can throw stuff away. And as a matter of fact, when you're donating items to nonprofits, I want you to remember that everything that you give to them has to be sorted by someone at that facility. If you've never volunteered at a nonprofit, especially one that, that collects donations, there is a tremendous amount of time resources that have to be spent to go through those items. What you don't want to do is to go give them 40 bags worth of stuff that they can only use two bags of and then make them spend hours and hours going through your stuff to get the stuff that might be of value. So one thing that you could do is before you do any type of donation, I want you to call around. If you're gonna to donate to Brighter Tomorrow's, which is the Hannah's, uh, Hannah's Thrift Store, if you're gonna to donate to the Grand Prairie Homeless Organiz uh, Outreach Organization, if you're gonna to donate to Kids Inc., if you're gonna to donate to um, any of those nonprofits where you can give to people, um, the Success Closet for the Grand Prairie Police Department, I want you to call them first and make sure that you know exactly the criteria of the stuff that they actually need. 
So like right now, for example, Grand Prairie Homeless Outreach Organization, they don't have a warehouse to keep all this stuff. So before you even think, well, I have 12 coats I want to donate, I want you to call the organization first and say, hey, I have all this these coats. Do you want them? And ask them because they might want to take that just to be kind or they might want to take it, but they don't have a place for it. So now it just becomes a burden and we're switching. We're switching over into different weather, so they might not need the coats and all that stuff any longer. So just call ahead of time and make sure that you know exactly the kind of things that they want uh, for their organization and that you're not, you're not burdening your donation onto somebody else. The other thing that I want you to really think about is as you go through your spring cleaning, I don't just want you to think of stuff that you no longer use, but think about also items of historical value. If you have something that might be of historical city value to the Grand Prairie Historical Organization, I want you to consider either donating it to them permanently or donating it to them um, on a loan. And I'm talking about the Grand Prairie Historical Organization Museum where they can um, put these items on display. If you have pictures of yourself in front of some type of um, Grand Prairie um, building or your family in front of a Grand Prairie building or um, eating at a Grand Prairie restaurant and you don't know any of the people that are in that picture except for your parents or except for yourself, give that picture over to the Grand Prairie Historical Organization. Let them find use out of it. Um, and so I want to make sure that you don't just hold on to the things that that could be of use to someone else. Last and not least, Donating items you no longer care about is fantastic, but I want you to consider as you're going through your spring cleaning to also give of items that, that, that might still be of value because that's really what we need is if you were in a situation where you needed something and you um, are, you know, kind of on your, in a, in a downward way and you're kind of having a hard time just in life, I want you to think about what you would want to get as a person in that position and, and really think about donating things that are not just useless to you, but things that are still of use and maybe that you just don't use all that often, that you don't need all that much and just consider doing that. So that's my PSA for today for our, our local nonprofits. And obviously I want you to donate locally um, if you can. So you know, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in, in doing all that. So definitely do it with the, uh, but, but thinking about the nonprofits in mind beforehand. Okay. So on to the next, which is our upcoming events. So for the city of Grand Prairie, there are some things coming up that definitely wanted you, you guys to all pay attention to. Number one, the farmer's market opening day is coming up on April the 4th. That is going to be at 120 West Main Street in Grand Prairie. And that's going to start and it's going to continue until uh, late into the fall of 2020. But on the 7th, March the 7th, from 8.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the Epic um, in Grand Prairie, there's going to be a farmer's market pop-up inside of the place, which is going to be a little preview of some of the vendors that are going to be at the farmer's market opening day on the 4th. So consider going to that. Main Street Fest is coming up on April the 17th at 5 p.m. It's going to be all weekend long. That is the Friday. It is located at City Hall at 300 West Main Street. Okay, if you have never been to um, uh, Main Street Fest in Grand Prairie, you have got to go. This is like the coolest, one of the coolest things that Grand Prairie does. And every year it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So first of all, it is free to, you can, it's free to park. 
and it's free to walk around. You can go around, you can enjoy uh, the, the music, you can enjoy uh, some of the, the vendors and stuff, and you don't have to pay to get in. If you want to ride the rides, which they do have a carnival there, then that does cost money. And if you want uh, any drinks or food, that does cost money. But this year, um, let's talk about some of the things that they're going to have there. So obviously there is a carnival. There's a big, huge carnival with lots of rides. It's fantastic. Um, they do serve alcoholic beverages. There is a beer annex um, that is located in a couple of different places where you can um, enjoy a, um, a beer as you kind of walk around. They have three stages. They have the Texas Trust main stage, the community stage, and the GPAC stage, which is the Grand Prairie um, Arts Council stage. And usually there they have kids from the Fine Arts Academy and kids from the different, uh, a variety of different dance troops and stuff from the community that, that perform all weekend long. It is, it is just the coolest thing ever. Um, so it's gonna be April 17th, 18th, and 19th. Um, it is a free event. And as of right now, I'm trying to look up to see if they've got any lists for people that are gonna be there. And I don't see who is actually going to be um, the, some of the musical talent, um, but Keep an eye on that. You can find the information for that at MainStreetFest.com. And that is just a cool event. I go every year and my daughter and I love it. Um, okay, next up is the Grand Prairie Police Department Car Show. This is on April 26th. It's from 12, uh, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. It's located at Epic Central, which is 2960 Epic Place. It is a car, truck, and bike show that is benefiting Children First Counseling Center. So all the proceeds that they make off of this event gets donated to Children First. It is a $25 entry if you'd like to have your car um, displayed. They have trophies and they will have food trucks. So if you want more information about that, you can look on the Grand Prairie Police Department department's website or you can call 972-237-8776. Um, opening day at the Texas Air Hog Stadium is going to be May 19th, 2020 at 7.05 p.m. And they are playing the Fargo Moorhead Red Hawks. It is opening night. If you've never been to the Air Hog Stadium, it is just fantastic. Now, I know that the Rangers are coming and we have a brand new park and all that stuff's happening. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you're taking kids, you're not going to get out of a Rangers game for less than $200. <laughs> if you're buying the tickets, you're parking, you're getting food. You know, if you're going to buy any type of memorabilia and you have a you and, and a family of, of four or more, that place is going to be expensive. Texas Air Hogs, Oh my gosh, it's, it's, first of all, it's affordable. Second of all, there is a, a park where kids can play while they're there so they can keep them interested. I mean, I know if you have little kids, like baseball seems like a really fun idea. We're going to go watch the baseball game and then 30 minutes later, the kids are bored. So you can take them right over to watch the, um, to play on the playground while you still get to watch the game. They also have a pool area in the back that you can rent. Um, so you can swim in the pool and watch the, the air hogs play. And they also have like a bar slash restaurant that's on the grounds where you can go and enjoy yourself. So go, go take a look at that. That's opening night is the uh, May 19th. Okay. Splash into spring break at Epic Water Parks Indoor Water Park. How in the world we got to spring break so fast? I will never know, but that is next week for those of you that have kids that go to GPIC. And it says it's going to be a splash-tastic spring break at Epic Waters Indoor Park. So, um, and this year, one thing that is new is they did have the wave pool that opened up 
Um, and, and that opened up, I want to say it was last year, but I'm not sure exactly what time of the year, but they do have um, a wave pool area in the back that is open to the outside and it kind of flows into the inside. So you now you have a place where you can swim outside and you have a place where you can swim inside. So you can grab $10 off of your tickets if you purchase before Friday, March the 6th. You can use promo code SB2020. That's Spring Break 2020. Um, and you can get $10 off of your tickets. And if you arrive at the water park before 9 a.m., you will receive a $5 arcade card. Um, you can also check out the park's website for the Wet and Dry Epic Combo Pass, which includes the same day access to the park's sister property, the Epic, or try the Ripley's Believe It or Not Combo Pass, which offers discounted admissions to both destinations, which is so cool. So the spring break hours for the Epic Waters Indoor Water Park is March. The 7th through the 15th is that spring break hours, 8.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. Okay, um, Playground Adventures, if you have not been to this park, you have simply got to go. Now, I will tell you this. I know a lot of you have been have driven by that park and you see that it's very crowded or you'll see that there's a lot of cars in the parking lot. Of course it is. It's an amazing park. But there are so many things in this park to do. This is not just a typical, you know, you have five swings and a slide and some things to do. No, 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 no. It is impossible for your child to go. We've been on days where you've been out of school. You cannot go to this park and not find something to do. And um, even if it's crowded, here's the other thing I want you to look for. There are shuttles that run back and forth from the park to the parking lot at Epic Waters. So if you have to park over at Epic Waters, look for, there's a shuttle drop-off point and pickup point and they will take you to Playground Adventures and then come back and pick you up. So make sure you look for that and don't just get discouraged and just because there's not parking in the parking spaces. There's not that many parking spaces right now. They weren't, it, 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 yes, it will continue to get bigger and all that stuff, but they are doing all of this as it, it's Epic Central. That means it's all part of the same thing and they have thought through this and it, the shuttles come like every 10 minutes. I mean, we took a shuttle and it was great. And the kids love it. It's kind of, you know, riding on those little shuttles are kind of cool for kids. So, okay. So moving on to the Grand Prairie Public Library. Okay. You've got to go to the Grand Prairie Public Library and check out the calendar that this, <laughs> that the libraries are doing for us. I couldn't possibly name as many events that are going on in the library, especially um, coming up in the next few months. Um, I mean, I'm talking all day, every day. There is something going on, and they have classes for everybody. They have classes for kids. They have classes for adults. They have uh, late night after hours, uh, pub trivia. They've got movies that you can, I think they're showing the Lego movie. They're going to have a Lego day. There are tax classes. There are I mean, all kinds of stuff. You've got to go to the website and check it out. Obviously, this is the public library, which means that all these events are free. So make sure that you go and take take a look at that. Um, coming up on March 28th from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. is the big event in Grand Prairie. This is the third time that they're doing this, and this is a huge day that um, Councilwoman Georgia Clemson actually brought this um, idea to the city. It is, it's kind of modeled after um, some of the universities do this where they go and they kind of, uh, it's a day for community service. She modeled after that. And so it's a day for citywide volunteerism. You can come and you can actually be a volunteer um, or you can um, ask for um, 
yourself or your family, if you've got a qualifying project, um, I'm pretty sure that you can still turn in your qualifying project if you'd like to have help doing something, um, especially if you have like a senior citizen or something that needs ramps built on their house or something like that. Make sure that you go to the city's website and you can check this out. And if you have a group of people, if your church, if your, uh, you know, social group or whatever your networking group, if they want to go have a way to participate, this is a great way to do that. So go take a look at the big event um, at the city's website, which is March 28th from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Okay, Traders Village. Traders Village has an enormous amount of things coming up over the next few weeks. So, kind of starting with some stuff. Um, Traders Village, for those of you that don't know, is located um, in Grand Prairie, right off uh, Forum and, uh, actually, it's, I'm sorry, it's Mayfield and 360. It is a huge place. My daughter and I actually um, were driving by and she was like, where we need to go over there. And the last time that I went um, was just this past fall for um, the Taste of Grand Prairie, but Trader's Village has a lot of stuff going on. So a couple things that are coming up. Um, we have Kids Fest, which is March the 14th. It is the return of the popular Kids Fest event that is going to be on March the 14th. They're going to have face painters and all kinds of stuff for kids. March 15th, the next day, is going to be the Festival de la Familia, which is uh, it's honoring Hispanic families. Um, it's a free one-day event, and it's going to be for the Hispanic American community. It'll feature entertainment of all ages. Um, we've also got... Um, the uh, Big Mamo Cajun Fest. Am I saying that right? I hope I am. That is March 21st and the 22nd. If you want to get your, um, your crawfish on, this is a great place to go. It is a Cajun festival and it is a weekend of Cajun music and live dancing and all kinds of fun things. Admission to the Traders Village is free. It's $5 to park so you can come and enjoy that festival on the 22nd or the 21st through the 22nd. Um, let's see, we've got Traders Village Auto Swap Meet. This is, they're excited to present the Auto Swap Meet on the 27th through the 28th. So that's going to be coming up. The 28th through the 29th is also the Texas All-Star Wrestling Live. This is really cool. If you're really into um, live pro wrestling, it's going to be coming. And it's two free shows on Saturday, two free shows on Sunday. All action kicks off at noon on both days. And again, it's free to get in. You just have to pay $5 to park. Um, April the 18th through the 19th is Tejano Music Fest. It's going to be free to featuring, again, free live concerts. Headlining are the Tejano Legends, the Hometown Boys, Gary Hobbs, and Alita E. and E. Avante. Um, they're going to close out the weekend on Sunday. That's coming up in April. Um, there is on uh, April the 26th, which is a Sunday, it's a Quinceanera Expo and Bridal Show, and you can come from 12 to 5. There's all going to be all kinds of vendors there. If you've got a wedding coming up or a daughter who is going to be experiencing a Quinceanera in the year of 2020, um, number one, blessings to you <laughs> for having a, a daughter that's going to be um, coming of age. And um, so if you want to come and find some good places to shop, that's a great place to go. Okay, Sunday, the May, May the 3rd is the Cinco de Mayo music celebration. Um, if you want to come do that, there's going to be tons of stuff there. There's going to be 
um, uh, all kinds of music and, and food and fun. And just so that we know, they actually put on here what Cinco de Mayo is celebrating. So Cinco de Mayo is actually celebrating Mexico's 1862 victory over the French at the Battle of Puebla, which is called Cinco de Mayo. So this is a, there is a historical significance to Cinco de Mayo. Somebody the other day said there wasn't. I said, mm, I think we need to look at that. Um, so there's going to be live music for that under the Red Patio on Sunday, May 3rd from noon to 530. And on uh, Sunday, May 31st, there is going to be Cumbia Day, which is the first annual uh, Cumbia Cumbia Fest, I'm going to say it correctly. We're going to have multiple Cumbia bands from different regions to satisfy every music taste. Admission is free and it's only $5 to park. So there's tons of stuff going on at Trader's Village. Um, moving on to Ripley's Believe It or Not, um, there is going to be on March 20th, there is 20% off of all combo tickets. So Ripley's Believe It or Not, if you've never been, there's actually five different attractions that are inside this uh, building. There is the um, Louis Tussauds Palace of Wax, Ripley's Believe It or Not Auditorium, the Enchanted Mirror Maze, the Impossible Lace, uh, Laser Race, and the 7D Moving Theater. So if you want um, a discount off of combo tickets on March the 20th, it's going to be 20% off. I'm sure you can visit the website to find that out. And Ripley's is located on 601 Palace Parkway on the north side of Grand Prairie. Also, coming up, there are going to be um, lots of things going on starting at the spring at the lake, at Joe Pool Lake. Don't forget at Lloyd Park. There are going to probably be tons of things going on, but you can camp out there. There are cabins you can rent. If you have never rented a cabin at Lloyd Park, you simply have to do this. These cabins are nice, you guys. Um, I actually went and stayed at one of the cabins um, a couple years ago. They're cheap. And they're nice. They really are nice. They come equipped with a bunch of different things. And um, I mean, they're not huge, but they're not meant to be huge. And so, but you can go and at least you don't have to stay in a tent. If you do like tent camping, which I do as well, you can do that. You can rent boats, you can fish, make sure you get your fishing license. And um, so for those parents out there that are looking for a place for your kids to go for the week of uh, spring break, this is not a um, Grand Prairie place, but I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there because maybe somebody will think about putting one in Grand Prairie. Kids Park is in Arlington. It is actually at the Arlington Highlands, and Kids Park is an hourly drop-off for children. I take my daughter here a lot, and I have since she was little. You can drop kids off any time of the day. You don't have to call ahead. You don't have to make reservations. You don't have to do any of that. There are amazing people that work at this facility, you guys, the, the, um, the kids that there's, there's college kids, there's high school kids, there's adults, they all love kids and they're there. And I'm sure they're going to have plenty of people working during spring break. The hourly drop off. Okay. You guys are going to be so blown away by this. The hourly drop off is, um, I want to say $7 and 75 cents an hour. Um, and it's cheaper if you have more than one child and you can drop them off at any point in time. So you could drop them off for an hour. You could drop them off for a few hours. You can drop them off all day if you wanted to. Um, but then it's $7.75 for the hour. If you go on their website, you can actually find like a sign up um, coupon for to get like 10% off or something. I think it's crazy. But it is um, so cool. And it is just... It's a great backup care solution. It's it's a great like, hey, me and my, 
you know, partner want to go out and eat dinner and uh, just have an evening out. So you can go over to Arlington Highlands, drop the kids off, know that they're going to have a great time. They can even get food. Uh, they get every single um, lunch and every single dinner they have catered in by a restaurant that is in the Arlington Highlands. You can sign them up for for, for food. It's like five bucks. It's crazy. Um, so definitely consider that if you are kind of wondering, how am I going to work and how am I going to keep the kids um, entertained? I think it goes up to 12 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so they have all kinds of stuff to do there. And it's right over, kind of around the corner from Piranha um, Sushi, um, just around the corner from the Improv. There's, it's like in a, it's a, it's right at the end of one of the shopping centers. It's a huge spot, lots of stuff to do. So just wanted to shout out to my parents if you're having trouble with that. So, um, or trouble thinking about where you want your kids to go next week. Um, okay. So, um, I just wanted to give that out for you guys today and uh, just encourage you this next few weeks to find some stuff to do in Grand Prairie. There's lots of stuff going on and I hope that you take advantage of it. The city works really hard to put out good events for you guys. Traders Village does. Don't forget to check out the, um, the theater in Grand Prairie. That is the old Verizon Theater. I didn't even talk about them, but they've got a variety of different people coming. Um, you can check them out. Um, Lone Star Park also has racing that's coming up. I didn't even talk about that. I could there, I could sit here for four hours just talking about all the stuff coming up in Grand Prairie, but make sure that you check out. And if you've got a great thing that's going on at your local church, at your local community, your local business that, you, that the community can participate in, go ahead and leave a comment. You can send in a voice message or you can leave a comment on the episode's um, Facebook post so that other people can take advantage of that. So I will hope everyone has a great week. Um, before our kids don't have to go to school next week. <laughs> so get your rest while you can and uh, um, have a great week, you guys. Talk to y'all later. Bye.